Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Turn up your radio. just right out. You're listening to The Todd Allen Show. I'm your host, Professor Todd Allen, in studio with the great Danielle Serino. How are you doing? Hey! (laughs) How are you doing? How are you doing? Awesome. And we also have our intern with us, Miss Lila Parker. Hello, Lila. Hello, everybody. So she has, uh, she's made the cut. She's actually uh, an, an intern with us now. We're excited and, uh, to have her. We're excited to have her. Excited and, to be here. And the work begins. We have, we have that whip sound. Anybody have that whip sound? No, why do you want that again? <laughs> <laughs> Just a, there it is. There you right. go. <laughs> there we go. We have a great show for our listeners today, and we want to welcome you. And again, thank you for being on with us. And uh, if, at, at some point during the show, we're actually going to have you do the Sugar Hill Gang rap, Danielle. Oh, gosh, please. But you, you, you've been singing it like the past two weeks. Off mic, not on mic. Well, we'll, well our <laughs> listeners, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that. So uh, that's going to be later on in the show. But what, let's start off. Let's start off talking about your Oh, the your hair favorite. salon thing. I love this. There is a salon, a Welsh hair salon, that has a quiet chair. Usually when you go into the salons, you know, the the ladies are bitching about, you know, the date they had over the weekend, and the hairdresser's telling them their story. Is that what they do? I don't know. I don't get my hair done there. they talk about their boy problems, you know, their problems with their mother. Okay. I, on the other hand, I think there should be a quiet room because women bring their screaming kids in there, which Mm. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear everybody else's conversations. I go in there. I want it to either be completely quiet or I bring work in because sitting there for that long and doing nothing makes me insane. So what what type of hair? So you said it was a Welsh this is yeah. This is a Welsh hair salon. This isn't okay. here. It's overseas. Okay. okay. So um, so you would like something like that? Oh my gosh! In fact, the people who do my hair and my nails know. Don't talk to me. Just do your thing. I don't even look at them. Do they think you're a prima donna? I mean, when you what? walk in, do, I, well, do you I, walk in with aviator glasses like you came I, in today? I got a portable office <laughs> yeah, that I okay. bring, and they laugh at me. I have my jetpack, my laptop, right. all my notes, my you know, my cell phone. And right. I'm doing twelve thousand things. I don't even watch what they're doing because I trust them so much. Okay. And at the end, I look at it. Oh, beautiful! Then I walk out. So this quiet chair. So how long does how long does it take for them to do your hair? Then? Oh God! If oh, I'm getting my, my hair cut, it's an hour. If I'm getting it colored, it's at least an hour and a half. Lucky, 
Well, yeah, I got you. Your hair is going to be no, a lot like more uh, difficult. Not to be racist or anything, but in a black salon, we are there like six hours. Yeah, that's insane. Seriously, and then they want so uh, so six hour time is racist. No, I mean no, I'm just saying versus a, a black salon versus well, a white salon. I mean salon. they're culturally different. Yeah, she's trying to be PC. No, that, she's that, new. We got to break yeah, her that's in. It. Not not she's for this show. Not for this show. <laughs> But meanwhile, what I've been reading, the black barbershops, that's a whole different game. I mean, I'm reading up on it, and they, they said you got a scholar who holds class every day all day in the barbershop because um, he shares his knowledge of all subjects. you got a sleeper who relaxes in his chair, and he's always turned down to be the haircutter because no one thinks he could do a good job. And there's the elder He's seasoned from years of standing and cutting. He uses profanity just conservatively at the right time. His vocabulary is sharp. I mean, you guys are like a bunch of ladies in there. Well, I'm not. I'm not allowed in my barbershop. No, please. you should hear the conversation in the guys' barbershop. Seriously, Which I take is? my nephews, and they're worse than us. I mean, yeah. when we talk about guys, you think it's bad, but them talking about females is like, are they seven or twelve? I thought guys don't talk about girls. Yes, they talk about girls in the barbershop. How are you, how are you all going to tell us what goes on in the man's oh, barbershop? My Apparently she knows. <laughs> I, I don't enough. know. And then they sell all kinds of stuff. What was I reading? <clears throat> they, they, this, they sell yes. gold rims, copied CDs, <laughs> weed, <laughs> even lawn fertilizer. <laughs> we, need, we need to vet that source. <laughs> We need to vet that source. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. teasing. Yeah. I'm not allowed in my barbershop because I don't have the same political views as many people in the what? barbershop. You're banned? Pretty, pretty much. Well, the thing is, uh, uh, well, here's the question, too. How much do you pay for a haircut? Uh, $90. How much do you pay for a haircut? She must pay or, more. Yeah. It'll be like 130 maybe. Really? Like six hours. What do you think? I, well, I get a $15 holla, holla and a $5 why don't tip. You just get a, like a... I cut my own hair now. What with a flozy? What's it called? Flozy? No, I don't. Flo-Z? I don't need the hair, the thing that sucks the hair to go up in there. <laughs> no, I, I use clippers. <laughs> yeah, and I and it takes me about what uh, ten minutes to cut yeah, my hair. We got we got yeah, a whole so, different thing going on here. Yeah, but, well, what about guys who get like a jerry curl or all that kind of or dreads? <laughs> yeah, uh, we just got a phone call from the eighties. They want their their turn back. <laughs> Guys, there was a guy in my station who had a jerry curl. <laughs> what? Oh, swear. <laughs> a jerry curl? Oh, uh, yeah. How really? long ago was this? Oh, yeah. uh, not even a year ago. What? A jerry curl. Oh, yeah. I don't, even, I don't even think they made the chemicals for that anymore. Yeah, well, he's got one. <laughs> or he had one. I think they quit making it like deep for, uh, <laughs> deep, <laughs> for mosquito repellent. <laughs> That's funny. That's but but going back to the, to, to the to the black barbershop, I, I think your your, uh, your information is fairly accurate. Because uh, <laughs> I read about it. Yeah, yeah. It's By a guy accurate. named Kevin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was undercover, right? <laughs> we give him the Rachel Dolezal award. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, you're pretty accurate. But the, the thing that goes on in the in the black barbershops, at least ones that I've frequented at in, in times past, is that they really try to talk about political things but it always is becomes very very one-sided but anytime someone else comes in with a, a, an alternate view they're pretty much ostracized and almost you know called uncle tom's and the whole thing so uh when i go into the barbershop they say oh there's the black republican <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i said why are you call me a black republican because i show up with a book <laughs> that is crazy <laughs> bad <laughs> 
<laughs> True story. True story. I'm sure you cause a little hell in those barbershops. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah, not a lot of intellectual learning goes on in there. But you know, that's, <laughs> that's why I keep my hair cut short. Because <laughs> anytime you're getting a shave, you hear "oops." That ain't a good thing. Whoa, right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> they want to make sure you're not coming in. <laughs> yeah, I walk out. Ooh, he's leaking. He's leaking. <laughs> so you definitely so don't have quiet chairs in the barbershop. No, no, right? no such thing as quiet. Because there's always either the game or the fight, I and mean, there's always something going on. There's always activities, as you said. There's there's Entre, uh, uh, street entrepreneurs coming in and they want to uh, sell their wares, that kind of thing. You know, street entrepreneurs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was uh? I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The uh, hustle man. No, the guy who the guy he's famous in Cleveland because he's always at you know protests and he had a barbershop. Art McCoy. Art McCoy. Yeah. Drawing a blank. Yeah. Didn't he have a barbershop? He did. He did. Not too far from uh, a radio station that we're familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he do there? It was supposed to be a barbershop. I'm not quite sure what went on there, but he, he, uh, the, he, he's typical of a lot of of, of, of black barbers slash politicians, where they're really part of the black nationalist movement, and they're and they're really left of center. Um, they're all, well, really communist, <laughs> to put it bluntly, socialist you, or communist. You so. ever see a white guy in there? Not well, cutting hair. Uh, not you mean in Art McCoy's barbershop? I never in went any, to Art McCoy's barbershop. In any barbershop. black barbershop, there are any white guys ever? I've, yeah, I've seen some. Okay, absolutely. And they have more swag than the other guys mm-hmm. do. Uh, there you <laughs> right. go. Do they get involved in all the political conversations? Uh, they do. In fact, uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, one of the guys that actually did some work at my house uh, is a white guy. He's also a sigma. Oh, typical, but what? <laughs> That's not going to go over well with all my Sigma friends, right? But yeah, he's actually a Sigma. You know, uh, he's in a black, a black fraternity. fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and he is. He is. I ain't that white. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's very uh, pro black. Ah, uh, good for him. Does he yeah. have a black girl? Uh, he might be down with the swirl. Uh, what's the down with the swirl? <laughs> You, okay, you know, like chocolate ice cream and, and vanilla oh, ice cream. Oh, swirl. <laughs> right. All right. I, I'm we'll with you, get you now. We'll get you there, okay, we'll, get you there. <laughs> we'll get you there. So um, so you pay $95. No, you pay $90 for a haircut, yeah. Danielle. And so, Lila, you pay $120 for? Yes, for a haircut. The most I pay for hair, period, will have to be like $450, i will say. What'd you get done? $450? Oh, well, yeah. no, extensions cost that. Yes, and for the person to do it is an extra $100. Well, are they doing tipping the person that they got the hair from? No, it takes, hour, it takes hours to do the No, you want to get good quality hair. You, want, good, you don't want to get... Hair. Yeah, you don't want nappy hair, like nappy, nappy fake hair. You want hair. natural hair. You like synthetic use... hair. You don't want to use synthetic yeah. hair. You want to use real curl hair. curl and wash. <laughs> I did swimming. extensions once. Nightmare. <laughs> I looked like a hooker. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. So, so good hair. So I mean, quality of the hair. Yeah. And you said it's not. It's got to be real hair. Oh, oh, horse hair is real hair. No, it's but it's synthetic. You hair. can't curl it and, it, and it gets like tangled. Well, well, not but not all hair qualities curl though, right? I mean, I've, I've, I, for example, if I was to look at Japanese hair, it's very straight, and I've never seen you know a, a person from from Asia with with curly hair. So, does the region where it comes from make yes, a difference? Actually, it does. <laughs> You're looking horrified. I, I've over only there. done it once, so I don't know. It definitely oh. does, though. There's like Malaysian, Brazilian, Peruvian. Oh. There's one where I can't think. So can you tell by just touching it? Mm-hmm, what the, because really? one hair will have like a certain wave. Another one will be like curly, as you said. Right. And another will be straight. Well, that's kind of interesting because, you know, 
when you hear a lot of women talking about, you know, this person don't want a real woman, but you know, you got fake nails, fake, fake hair, hair, fake, fake eyelashes. Right. Yeah. All that. Get real. Yeah. And if they're so tough, how come you don't see many black women in the MMA? Can I tell you, I have the funniest <laughs> story. One night I went home with somebody, you know, and there were a few cocktails involved and I had a little fake bun in and I was wearing Spanx. <laughs> At the end, I pulled the fake hair right out, threw it across the room, took my Spanx off, threw them across the room. <laughs> he was like, what the? Oh, right. and the fake eyelashes. Oh, all that. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was attractive. <laughs> that was the last date. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He might be listening. Hey, you can email us at Todd Allen Show. Yeah. I'm thinking he ain't listening. That's funny. So before uh, we we have a few moments left. Is that right? Starbucks? Okay. So yeah, let's talk about Starbucks. Oh, my. First, let me just preface this by saying I've been an addict. I'm going to say for nearly a quarter of a century. Well, I, I saw how you outlined how you want the drink to oh, go I'm in out your of control. Cup. I'm yeah, there I, almost every day. Yeah, I, th- I think they have counseling for that. Yeah, wow. I know. I'm one of those people you hate online. Wait, wait a I, second. How do you want the drink to go in the cup? Oh, God. Here you go. Iced venti quad shot espresso with a little bit of soy, three-quarter decaf, one sweet and low. The shots go first. The ice go, The uh, soy goes to the first line. Then ice lasts to the top. Are you a bartender? No. Were you ever a bartender? <laughs> no. Okay. But she stayed at Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> right, right. No, but if I've been doing this for 25 years, you know, I've experimented with all different... So how know, do you know if the soy goes in first or if the, right. uh, the other stuff goes in first? I mean, well, because you know? that tells them how much soy I want. That's why the shots go first. And also because I'm cheap, because if I get a latte, it's $5. So you put the Mine's ice in last? Is that no, what the ice has to go in last because then it melts and it waters it down if you get it first. Okay. So that's what that's about. So do you have like frequent, you know how they have frequent flyers for the airlines? Hell yeah. Do I you, got my gold do you, card. Do you have like a special room that you can go to when you go to Starbucks? Yeah, I wish I did. <laughs> but the, the thing that I'm, that we're bringing up about this is as much as I love Starbucks, they just came out with a champagne colored crystal encrusted gift card for $200. Nice. Now you get $50 worth of coffee. I'm talking but... to a woman that spends $95 on a haircut. But... <laughs> Really? That's the going rate for girls. Look at how much she spent. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy a $200 card to go to Starbucks. So what does the card allow you to do? It just looks pretty. It's a gift card. A pretty it's gift pretty. card. It's pretty. Oh, it's by Swarovski. Swarovski Crystal. They've come up with crystal encrusted tumblers. I don't see what the problem is. Really? How about the two years ago they came out with a $450 rose gold medal card? Yep. And it sold out in seconds, apparently. I still don't see what the problem is. Really? I mean, they're You're going to spend that? Well, oh, no. I'm not in the market, but for, I mean, the thing is that they're business people. So the reason why they're going to come up with these ideas is because people are going to buy I, it. I can't believe people buy them. And you're talking to like a loyal Starbucks person. <laughs> I have stock in this company and I still wouldn't buy it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, well, that, it ain't for you then. Yes, yeah, but I'm I'm a loyal Starbucks, so you would think it would be for before me. Well, I mean, they have they have the you know the Walmart card for for those people who want the you know low budget. Oh goodness! But we'll talk more about that after these important messages. Welcome back to the Todd Allen Show. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Todd Allen Radio. T O D D A L L Y N Radio on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at the Todd Allen Show on Facebook. If you want to email us, email us at Todd at ToddAllenShow.com. 
just before the break, we were talking about Starbucks and you all were really annoyed with the fact that Starbucks had a high priced gift card. I just thought it was silly. I wasn't annoyed. I just didn't yeah, get I'm it. Not annoyed. I'm just not buying it. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. Well, as I said, I mean, it's. I mean, there are certain there there are certain places that there are certain things that when when you're involved or you have the money that it, you you play a game. You're 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 invited to the club. So if you're not going to buy this two hundred dollar gift card, just not in the club. But that's okay. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, it's not for everybody. I got my I gold mean, card. There are those who buy the two hundred dollars or two hundred dollar gift cards at Starbucks. Four hundred fifty dollar haircuts, ninety five dollar haircuts, and then oh, there are those who don't. Very good. There's a market for everybody, right? Yeah, I'm an like, economist. Oh, like the, like the two mink coats and the pinstripe coats. Well, okay, I bought my wife two mink coats. Quit hating. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> right. Right. My wife, my wife, and I try to, I try to spoil my wife. Well, which is what you right? should do. Absolutely. I mean, I hit the lottery when I married her. <laughs> good for you. Right. That's a good man. Yes. You know it. <laughs> and this is for all the listeners out there, right? Because I know she's listening. She's cute. She's she's a pip. Oh, she's a dime. Oh, yeah, I don't mess around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mess she's around. She's got a great personality. Yes, she does. And very cute. So, and she's not fake. Right. Right. Oh, so let's, so now we yeah, you like that segue? Fake, about very fake, good segue. Fake racism. <laughs> good bump. All right. So there's a lot of this going on. It's amazing to me that I mean, you would think that racism would be so passe because we've elected a first half white president of all time, not once but twice. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, I mean, his mom was down with the swirl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she was. All right. So here we go. So we've got we've got President Obama, and you would have think that you know it, this is hope and change, mm. but we've reverted. But we're worse than the '60s right now. Yeah, we, it didn't happen the way people thought. And so now you have instances where you have black students on college campuses who want to further the 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 idea of racism by creating fake issues. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we just had it, you know, earlier this month, Kane uh, College in New Jersey. Um, they had a rally for racial awareness, and a woman issued a fake threat on Twitter. And she was one of the protesters. <laughs> so, and everyone was a Twitter over what she did. Right. Um, and uh, your alma mater had a beauty of an incident in 13 which was one of the students, uh, two of the students actually were removed from the college because they were disseminating anti-Semitic stuff, anti-gay stuff, anti-black stuff. And the reason was, is they were part of a group to elect Obama. So they wanted to show we need a black president because we need to stop all this stuff. Right. And and then, of course, there's University of Missouri, which you called out. Yeah. The the, the thing is that, when you have these kinds of issues and the, and the people that do it, they think that they're doing the movement a favor. Okay. The problem is it's not the nationalist movement in my view, that's doing it. It's the influx of the communist party, which is now coming in to do these kinds of things, because you know that the idea is that you never let a good, you never let a, a, a situation go to waste where you can, can uh, embellish and get people to think a certain thing, even though it's a false flag. And this is what this is what's happening in a lot of instances. So it's going to get to a point where you don't know what to believe. That if you have a group of people that immediately want to call cry racism, they don't understand, in my view, the difference between racism and prejudice. Yes, that's your favorite. That's my analogy. yeah. That's my favorite analogy because just because I don't like someone who happens to be a different 
persuasion doesn't mean that I'm a racist. Sometimes customer service just sucks. <laughs> right? What does that have to yeah. do with being prejudiced? Well, oh, well, you're talking about outsourcing? Yeah, well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Outsource, yeah. I outsource everything, right? I mean, I By the way, everything. I made a mistake. Yeah. It's King College, not Kang College. You'd think I know I live you say in New Jersey. Kang? It's King College. Well, some people say King, they say it Kang. Kang. All right, that's what I meant. Use the governor there. Oh, but but you, in, in all fairness, like, like you said, it's not just a black white issue. I mean, you have the outsourcing thing, and that's not about being prejudiced. I. I really don't care if you're outsourcing. I'm a capitalist. However, they don't have the same social interaction that people here from the States do. I mean, they're reading from a script. And you could yell at them and they'll still reading. I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm going to work to right, fix that yeah. problem. And they'll repeat it over and over. Right. You well, wanna- yeah. But, but, but if, if, I, if I may, that's, not, that's offshoring. There's a difference between offshoring and outsourcing. I'll give you an example. Okay. When you have the mail person deliver your mail, that's outsourcing. Why? Because you, can, you don't go get your own mail. So you have someone else doing it. That's outsourcing the mail delivery. If you have that delivery coming from out of the country, that's called offshoring. So when jobs go offshore, it's different than outsourcing. Okay, I didn't okay? know that. Thank so, you. so when we talk about the, the prejudgments and people saying we're offshoring, yeah, there is an issue because there's a language barrier. And, we, and, and we're a microwave society. We are not patient for anything. Nothing. I'm always yelling at yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, 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 and trust me, they're doing the very best they can. But the, but the, but the, com- the companies are doing that because it's easier to pay someone in, in, in pesos than it is in dollars. Yeah, but so they understand their problem is your problem is not going to get resolved because then I'll scream at them and say, send me to a call center in the U.S., and then they so, send you to the Philippines. Well, that happened once when I was calling HP. Right. They did send me to another country. Right. That was so annoying. Right, where well, the English is a little better. I mean, I lose my mind. I'm like, do you? are you listening to me? This is what I said. This is the problem. So, you need to fix So did they have a problem hearing or understanding English? It's, I don't know what it is because it's not on this script. That's, that's the problem. Right. Right. But the point I was making is it's not just a black-white issue. I mean, you have Trump who's saying, you know, causing fake racism by saying that there were people celebrating in the streets, thousands of them on rooftops. You and don't think been, that that you know, was true? No, I don't, because I'm from New York. I mean, there were people who were saying that, but I never saw it filmed in the news. Well, well I'm well, sure there were people who were happy about well, it. Well, just because but, it's not in the news doesn't mean it didn't happen, because you all you also know that the news has a particular ideology and a particular yes, bent. Yes, they definitely do. But don't you think there was such patriotism? I mean, they, they fired Bill Maher afterwards, for crying out loud, because of comments that he made. I mean, the people were really patriotic after that. So if it existed, I would think that they would find it. If, if, if they were interested in actually paying attention to it. I mean, it's, it's sort of like a, a sports team. Uh, you know, you want your team to win. And depending upon what side you're on, you're going to have certain certain types of reactions. Sometimes those reactions go noticed. Sometimes they don't. I think Donald Trump said that, and it put it kept him in the news. Donald Trump is a magician when it comes to managing a brand, and that's all it is. It's kabuki theater. I said that months ago. He's kabuki theater. And so he says things to get a rise out of people in order to stay in the news. Well, it's funny you say yes. that because it happens to be that when he said this was right after the polls came out that Cruz was leading in Iowa. And he knew that he'd jump in there with that comment and boom, he would take over what right. they were saying about the lead. Right. I mean, even if people don't take him seriously or, or say or they say, wow, did you hear what this idiot said? 
the fact is he stays in the news and he yeah. becomes a, he becomes a byline. You know, it's like watching reality TV where they want the person who keeps the most drama. Right. So he's going to keep him. the drama going. And he's known as a liar by many different presses. I'm not going to call it. You know, I don't know the name specifically, but, you know, what I've read over the weekend. But he's known to be a liar. So I'm thinking, for example, Real Housewives of Atlanta. A they wanted Nene lying. Links. Really? So, Nene and that other one, who, the beauty pageant one. Uh, Kim, was it Kim? K- Gotta remember I Kendra. I don't about know. Atlanta Housewives. We're, we're making a comparison to Donald Trump being the Nene leaks of politics, or the uh, Amorosa. Yes, that's it. Who's still back in the news because now she's a <laughs> reverend or something. Terrible, and she. I think she's only doing it. You know, she's doing the reverend thing. So for you know, for the attention like this, just yeah. like Trump wants the attention he's getting, like Nene wanted the attention she got. Well, he did want the he want the the the, the blessings of the black pastor. So I guess that was the first uh, one. Yeah. Baloney. Uh, that that, that is out just. Well. All, all I know is when I heard him make those comments, I literally started laughing <laughs> because I'm like, are you serious? I mean, it just makes us look like morons in front of the whole world. Yeah, it really does. More so than what our current president does when he goes overseas and he talks how he badmouths the United States. That that would be, but you would never see Putin go overseas and badmouth Russia. No. But then, then we talk about uh, last final point here because I know we got a break. Did you see where the Fox News person called Obama a certain part of the female anatomy? What? Oh, on air? On air? The p word? Yes. Whoa. I would have gotten fired over that. Well, I think he did too. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. This is the Todd Allen Show. We're back. You're listening to the Todd Allen Show. Follow us at on Twitter. Oh, well, well, what's fine? Why I make a mistake? Okay. See how, I see how you are. I got you. see how you are. Follow us on Twitter at Todd Allen Radio. That's T-O-D-D-A-L-L-Y-N Radio. It's kind of interesting about my name. Because uh, lots of people, when they say Allen, they want to say A-L-L-E-N. Oh, yeah. And so uh-huh. you throw the Y in, you kind of mess them up. So I used to say, like, Allen, right? Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. We're right over <laughs> your head. <laughs> Above my head, below my feet. <laughs> out of my pay grade. Yeah, out of your pay grade. There you go. I, do, I, do you need a raise? Do I need to pay you more? No, I'm all good. Okay, good. We don't we don't pay interns, though, right? That's fine. I, I kind of knew that already. Oh, you did? That wasn't discussed credits. in the interview. Oh, it wasn't discussed? You yeah. didn't ask. See, if you'd asked, you could have got you could have got paid. <laughs> yeah, right. See? <laughs> That's how it works. A closed mouth never gets fed, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> so, speaking about funny, no, I'm not sure. That's not. This is that. Rahm Emanuel's funny. Oh, God. He's, he's is hilarious. but good. Yeah, Rahm Emanuel is, is hilarious. It's sort of like chickens coming home to roost, isn't it? I mean, here he is, you know, two weeks ago, we don't need the feds investigating us. The shooter in the Laquan McDonald case was, that's his name, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Was, uh, you know, an isolated incident. That's not the police department. All of a sudden, now that everyone's calling for his resignation and there's all these protesters, he's saying, well, there's a pervasive culture that exists in the police department. And yes, I welcome the feds to come in and I own this. And really? Yeah, this is Illinois politics at its finest, right? Chicago in particular. And the best is he's kind of just, he's tried to distance himself from the events. But, but meanwhile, I don't think he, he can't. Like, it's too late. You, you're already a part of it because you've lied for so long. How did you witness that video? And, and be okay with it. And be okay and sign off on it. And then give the family $5 million, but now you can, you're uh, uh, accusing of, of murder. The $5 million was the shut up money. I give you right. $5 million, shut up, this never happened. It wasn't right. what you know. Right. No, it was, basically. 
I mean, he well, messed it, well, up. Well, it was five hundred for a civil civil case, correct? Is that no? Five, well, it hasn't come to hasn't come to trial yet, right? Right. So five million for civil. I mean, it was well, it wasn't even civil. They just paid him to shut up. Right. Yeah, they just paid him. So I wonder what fun they came out of. Oh, we were talking about Chicago politics. Isn't, isn't Barack Obama from Chicago? He is. Is he? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, I think so. And it wasn't Rahm, Rahm Emanuel, wasn't, it wasn't was he his chief of staff? Yes, he was. Oh, okay. Mm. So so Obama was a community organizer, right? In Chicago, right? Oh, mm-hmm. so so all of this is kind of, you know, well, Very I believe, you know, I believe in nepotism as long as you leave it in the family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you know what my, the big thing that peed me off was all these people now are marching about this. Why weren't they marching when that nine-year-old was executed? Who? It, the Black Lives Matter people. Who? Yeah, exactly. Where were they when in September 14 people were killed in 15 hours? Where was who? Right. Where were they after Thanksgiving when there were eight killed and 20 injured? Where were who? Yeah, exactly. So none of those are important. Those black lives didn't, didn't matter, but it's only when a police officer is involved? Well, you have to understand, too, George Soros is not going to give money to the Black Lives Matter people for going over, the, going over those kinds of issues. They have to, it has to be something that's going to have much more national impact or effect. But yeah, let's, uh, oh, and by the way, this weekend, four murdered, 24 injured. Seriously? Yeah. But where, again, where were the marches over this? It's all about police brutality and white cops and black victims. And I got to tell you, when, when I was on the news and I was reporting these stories, I would never say an unarmed black man. I would always say a police shot an unarmed man. Mm-hmm. Because that, to me, was the issue. Right. Yeah. More important than anything. So... It's kind of amazing. And, and when you look at the Black Lives Matter and, and the issues that they want to to get behind it's very disingenuous and it hurts the overall movement how can you take them seriously and say that black lives matter when you when you're not even focused on the least of these when you're not even focused on the nine-year-old who gets shot or even here in cleveland for that matter if you're not going to say all lives matter or say if you say black lives matter then all black lives right right right. okay and so there should be protests in 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 all those in all that go down those darn neighborhoods where it's happening because they're really concentrated on the south side in certain streets and certain you know enclaves why aren't they marching down those streets instead of blocking shoppers well here's part of the issue too is that when 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 blacks murder blacks then which by the way in chicago 90 percent of the murders are black on black agreed and so then you have this whole thing pervasive in the streets called uh, snitches get stitches so black lives matter but not if it's black on black it only matters if it's white on black or some other group on black yeah. Then it really matters. I, I don't, I don't then the Art McCoys of the world want to go to start marching. And what's with this black, black, red, and green flag that they want to be flying all the time? I mean, at the end of the day, so that becomes a black nationalist movement, a black nationalist protest, which in, in, in my view is similar to what we're seeing with the radical, uh, radicalization of Islam. That when you want to compare the black nationalist movement and the radicalization of Islam, I think that there's a lot of similarities in there. Ooh. And so that's one of the research uh, topics that I'm actually going into now. Because if you look at the movements, the only difference between the two movements is that <laughs> the radical Islamists are heavily armed. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, I mean, they're all angry for whatever reason. While you're bringing that up, you know, about the, the extremist Muslims, why is it, maybe you can answer this, we're so focused on uh, on domestic terrorism when there have really been a small 
amount of people that were killed by domestic terrorists or, or you know, ones that were fueled by, let's say, uh, radical Muslims mm. versus the amount of shootings and killings that occur all the time in the United Every States. Every single day in the neighborhoods, basically. You hear gunshots everywhere. So, so if I'm understanding your question, you're saying why are we focused on on radical Islam and not focus in terms of number of people killed as opposed to what we see in, in the black neighborhoods and, and those people being killed. Yeah. I mean, in, in you know, for, uh, since nine 11, I'm saying that there were like 48 people killed in ter- 45 people killed in attacks by, you know, radical Muslims. Um, 48 were killed by white supremacists or white ring. R- say it for me. Rivalry week, right wing <laughs> groups. Whereas we've had 200,000 murders since 9-11, and we're so focused on that. What? Tell right. me what that's about, because Donald Trump gets ratings that way. Well, <laughs> you know what? That's a, that's a great question, and it's going to take me just a moment or so to think about that, because we've got a break. Oh, we'll be right back after these important messages. We're back. You're listening to the Todd Allen Show. I'm your host, Professor Todd Allen, in studio with Danielle Serino and Lila Parker. Um Went to that break because that was a very good question, and it's almost like you stumped the swami. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but in answer to your question, I think that it was a very good question. The question that Danielle posed was, if I, and correct me if I'm, if I'm incorrect, that if you're looking at all of the, the, the gun violence in the United States and the number of murders or killings in the United States, and you, you uh, compare that to the instances of urban terrorists, that the the numbers are way out of whack, where you have more gun violence by those who are not uh, terrorist groups or organizations versus those who are. Right. And so why the focus on the terrorist groups right. currently? And in answer to your question, I believe the rationale is that the terrorists have a particular ideology that they're following. And so it becomes dangerous to the overall overall society because there Uh. is an ideology that separates it when you're talking about random acts of violence there is no no uh enemy so to speak but if you're talking about a particular ideology that is being purported whether it be uh white supremacy whether it be radical islam whether it be uh people against the 200 dollar gift card at uh starbucks whatever that is (laughs) There is a particular ideology that that's associated with it, and this is why I'm kind of that's trying. I'm trying to compare the black nationalist movement to the to radical Islam. That the, I believe that there's some similarity because the black nationalist movement had a particular ideology. Uh, they didn't have the weaponry <laughs> that that these other particular groups have. So I, I hope that answers your question. No, that isn't. It's a very valid point. That good. I could say that to my mother who fights with me every day over <laughs> politics. Tell, tell her to call me. <laughs> she would reach through that phone and choke you. <laughs> have your have your mother call me. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Say hi. You give a shout out to your mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mama. We don't do shout outs, but I'll let you yeah, give a shout out to your mom. Yeah, we don't do shout outs. Yeah. That's right. So, so since we're since we're talking about uh, uh, the radical Islam, mm. let, let's let's take a quick look at this. The Sandy, San Bernardino situation. And I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are. But before I ask you, Danielle, I want to ask Lila. Lila, you're a, you're a young millennial. When you see this happen, what goes on through your mind? My thing is, if they if they claim that they're such, you know, um, heavy. What's the word I'm looking for? Control no, over no guns. Idea. You know, you read a woman's mind. 
you yeah, let yes. these immigrants? I don't, I don't know. I don't okay. want to say race well, One of them's a U.S. citizen. Oh, yeah. Okay, but come Some on now. A US citizen, For years, people have been smothering other people from other countries into the United States. Smuggling? Okay. Basically, because yeah. you're getting a visa card, you're getting married just to get a person over here. That, you know? Well, it's a, you know, Obama, you know, our half white president right. is looking at tightening yeah. those rules for well, how we let people and in just on Let's give him a hip name. Let's call him Obeezy. Oh, goodness. Obeezy? Obeezy. Right. And just as they're trying to, you know, get a tight grip on gun control, what is that going to do? You know? People well, going to get a gun. If they want a gun, they're going to find a way to get a gun. It's, well, it's interesting because San Bernardino... Part of California, there has the That's, city of San Bernardino. California, has, California yes. as a whole, ha- they're I think number one with the they strictest are. gun control laws. They're more strict in the than country. Illinois. Yes, yes, they are number, number one. one. I think they are. Okay, and so and so it's interesting that the president talks about the idea of uh, in his what was it a fifteen minute speech on uh, the last week here uh, talking about Congress needs to do more about gun control and and, and preventing people from getting certain types of weaponry. Um, my 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 belief is that gun control is holding a weapon with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my belief. Um, I also think that when people talk about if everyone had a gun, it'd be like the wild wild west. Well, the wild wild west was a television show. Yes, it was. The West was not as wild as people believe it to be because everyone had a gun, everyone had a weapon, so there wasn't a lot of violence Hmm. because people can protect themselves. If you look at the number of mass shootings or mass murders or even even gun violence, look at the state of Texas. You don't hear, I mean, you might hear certain instances where uh, in Waco, Texas, that the, that the feds went in there and, and, and took some people out of where they were. But you very rarely hear about mass shootings or people running amok with guns in the streets and, and, and killing innocent people because a lot of people have guns there, right? True. Another state that you don't hear about is Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin, there's a lot of gun ownership in Wisconsin as well. So I would say that if we could do research to look to those states which have a large amount of hunters via a large amount of guns, you will also find that there's fewer incidences where people, where the gun violence is taking place from locations that have uh, higher propensity of people that have guns. But here is, you know, to on the flip side, Louisiana, of all places, because we don't hear about what goes on in right. Louisiana mm-hmm. that much. Well, New there. Orleans is in Louisiana. So okay. there's there. Right. <laughs> well, they're ranked 50th is, in terms of tight New, gun laws. New Orleans. Yeah, I know. I forgot. All right. <laughs> and But they're number two in death. Yes, they New are. New Orleans. <laughs> all right. I, I forgot. I'm thinking Louisiana, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything outside of anything outside of New Orleans is Louisiana. All right. All right okay. I got it. So, <laughs> All right, I'll be quiet. Very valid point. But, you know, it's funny because I, for a very long time, was against uh, assault weapons. I didn't understand why anybody needed an assault weapon. And I was speaking to a friend who said, and this was before any of these domestic terrorism uh, incidents from, you know, Mm -hmm. radical Islam. Um, And he said, Listen, this world is changing. After 9-11, he said, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People can be start coming over here and going door to door and just shooting up people. And you know what? I want an assault rifle so I can shoot back at them. I went, yeah. hmm, that's an interesting point. Because yeah. when you look at the, the number of home, even home invasions, I mean, when, when people get desperate because of financial constraints or what have you, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not advocating that 
or, or giving a pass to people that are having financial problems that they go out and rob people. But that's that, that's what some people do, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the incidences of of, of in, home invasions, that those are on the increase. Well, you certainly you know when, when someone comes into your home, you're not going to say, "Hey, what are you doing here?" You know, True. three three round bursts. Right. No you don't questions. need though an assault weapon for a guy who comes in with a handgun. Why here. not? Yeah, you do, because you never know what his intention. He's probably just as scared as you are, so he's going to shoot at any movement you make. You know. Yeah, I believe that you you kill a fly with a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh my goodness! And, and, I don't and, imagine what he has. And, in the, his and the reason and the reason you do that is because all the other flies that are flying around are like, hey, you know what? Don't go over Todd Allen's house because he is crazy. Well, I got to tell you, I'd be more inclined to kill somebody who you know broke into my house than I would a fly. I save every. I, I hate cockroaches. I know I'm going off on a tangent here. That's okay. But I hate cockroaches. I won't even kill a cockroach. Really? I will. I will move it to a better school what? district. <laughs> That's funny. I will, you know, try to get it with a piece of paper and escort it out. So wow. I don't kill anything. All right. Here's a question. Again, this is. I'm digressing. Okay. And I know your answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. If someone offered you a million dollars. To pull the wings off a butterfly, mm-hmm. would you do it? Yep. See, everyone says yes but me. It's a million dollars. I don't yeah, care. Easy. I, could, I couldn't even think about it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. But I'd waterboard my mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. If your it, mother's still alive? Yeah, she is. But if well, it's I a matter, she heard if it's that, a matter, right? If it's a matter of protecting, okay, if it's you a matter of protecting, your if it's a matter, if it's a matter of not not for a million dollars, but if it's no. a matter of protecting lives, okay, if it's a matter of protecting lives, American lives, I'd waterboard my mother. Mom, you got to give it up. Oh dear, you got to give it. Up. I love you, but you got to give wow. it up. That's in, no. Right? That's I thought you meant you know for a million dollars. No, no, I wouldn't. No, my mom's priceless. I wouldn't waterboard her for a million dollars. What I would do? <laughs> I would probably turn her in. I wouldn't kill her. You would. T- I didn't say I'd well, kill her. Well, or you know, torture her. <laughs> we'll be right back over these important messages. You're listening to the Todd Allen Show. Oh my. We're back. You're listening to the Todd Allen Show. Uh, this is our last segment, so we kind of lighten it up a little bit. And so we'll talk about uh, that it's been announced that the Cleveland Browns will get a participation award this year. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's light. So, so the Cleveland Browns, because they're not able to get into the playoffs or go to the Super Bowl or anything like playoffs. that. Playoffs? Are they they'll... playing? <laughs> well, they're they're showing up in uniform. All right, um, but they'll be getting the participation award this year for the 2015-2016 NFL season. Um, it's embarrassing already. It is. It's embarrassing. Wasting clothes, basically. <laughs> they're wasting clothes. And did you see the stadium? How empty it was. Well, yeah, and I think that that's why Haslam was kind of upset because you know. As an owner, you, you, you want a competitive team. Especially um, if you spend all that money on a damn jumbotron. I have one question before you finish. Is it true that the Browns are set for bad luck because of they chose the dog as their mascot? <laughs> I heard that, really. I right. heard that they had a choice between three, two other names, and they chose the Browns. And the guy said, if you choose the Browns, you'll forever have bad luck in your, with your team. Oh, well, the Browns were named after the owner. Uh, the founder of, of the Browns, as, as well as the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting, the folklore at Cleveland, the, the mistake by the lake, uh, by the lake that yeah. burns, actually. So, I mean, a lot of that stuff is is, is old. And, and this is the kind of mentality that Cleveland has to kind of get away from. Uh, Cleveland, in my view, is a, is a broken city. 
and it, it's broken because you have the old guard who hold on like it's a postal job that they just don't want to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and you have and you have the millennials who would love to come in and be here, but there's I mean, how do you how do you keep talent here when you have grandpa as a mayor who oh, who can't get out of the 60s? I call him Fozzie Bear. Fozzie yes, Bear. That's exactly I mean, he's a nice guy. I, I don't know him personally. I assume he's a nice guy. Okay? Nice doesn't nice cut it. Nice doesn't cut yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, so so what do you do? You're a young millennial, and, and Danielle, you're younger than I am. So what appeals? I'm far from a young millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy on my Facebook page. I posted pictures, and he's a friend of mine, so it's okay. But he said, you look good for an old broad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a friend. You know. <laughs> Interesting. So, know. so what does, I mean, the appeal for Cleveland, you would, you would have your sports team. Okay, so since LeBron is back, Cleveland's doing decent. And the flats mm-hmm. are getting, and that's. The fl- downtown yeah. like what about the people here who's gonna go down there and contribute you know to bringing the city up you know what i'm saying yeah, well, as far who, yeah, as spending who, money who, who does that nobody i mean i'm not gonna say nobody but it's not yeah. many people who say oh we're going to downtown cleveland oh what you doing this weekend it's nothing to do in cleveland cleveland's so dead we're gonna go here we're gonna go there well, I mean, I'm from Akron. Nobody's going to Akron. Of course not. <laughs> the act right, but you know, but you all draw talent. You, but you all draw talent from Akron. I'm just saying. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh, you mean you? And LeBron. Oh. <laughs> I was first, so he followed. All me. right, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Cleveland's getting better. I got to tell you, when I moved yeah. here in 2006, mm-hmm. I wanted to shoot myself. Mm-hmm. I thought it was god awful. I had wanted I wanted to live downtown. There was no place that was appropriate for me to live downtown. Mm-hmm. No place to go for young-ish professionals. <laughs> it was just it was awful. Mm-hmm. So it's it's much better now. There are more restaurants. The the flats are hopping. So so Cleveland's making a come up. It's better than it was. Any any final words for our listeners? Yes, I wanted to wish happy Hanukkah to our one Jewish listener. Miss Intern, any Uh, final words? No final words. I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for listening, guys. And we're happy to have you. You're great. Yes, we are. And just remember, folks, we are what we continually do. Excellence, then, is an act, not a habit. Until next time. The Todd Allen Show on the FCB Radio Network.